like We back. Oh shit. I know I just popped like a motherfucker. And let's try that again. And we back. Adventures in Finding Shit Out. Episode motherfucking 21. I'm going to try and say that in, in Spanish for y'all. Uh, motherfucking. Uh, I can't. I don't even know. What is it? It says. 20, yeah, 21, anyway. We back uh, March 7th, 2017. Man, man. This ain't politically correct. This might offend my political connects. I saw uh, Ben Carson on fucking, on my timeline. Because I, I, I don't watch the news, but I saw him on my timeline, Facebook, everywhere. This nigga's like, everybody's going off on him. This is crazy. Part of me feels like some of these dudes do that shit just to get into the news. You know, just to, just to have people talk about him. But then another part of me is like, I don't get why so many people are so like outraged. Look, I get what he got wrong in the statement. A lot of there's one part of what he says that's not factually correct. And um, seems like he's trying to be like um, PC, like politically correct. To satisfy, I guess, uh, some type of uh, notion. Not to really satisfy a notion. What is he trying to do with that? Like, I don't get it. Why you have to lie? I mean, because they're not immigrants, bro. So, okay, so first of all, maybe maybe we should probably talk about what he said exactly. So what he said was, let's find a quote. Because I don't want to misquote him. I don't want people getting fake Fake news. This is these are alternative facts right here, son. Uh, <clears throat> shit, it's early in the morning, y'all. I'm not used to being up this early. Okay. Shit, man. You can get very technical about what he said. Okay, so... (laughs) Okay, so what he said was that uh, that's what America is about, a land of dreams and opportunity. There are other immig- or there were other immigrants who came here from in the bottom of slave ships, worked even longer, even harder for less. But they too had a dream 
that one day their sons, daughters, grandsons, granddaughters, great-grandsons, and great-granddaughters might pursue prosperity and happiness in this land. God damn it, if that's not true, though. The only thing that he got wrong was the fact that they were immigrants. Like, they wanted to come on that ship. They didn't necessarily want to be there. And um, I was thinking about this yesterday. Like, um, and I, you know, coincidentally, just driving home, because I didn't even hear about this Ben Carson bullshit. I'm thinking, like, how many descendants of slaves, like, how many generations of slaves um, have had their lives or quality of life, like, marginally increased um, just because of the, the sheer fact that they live in America? Uh, I guess maybe 60, 70 years ago, you would have looked at slavery as a curse, Um Maybe, maybe, maybe with a, uh, I mean, we'll definitely blame white people for a lot of suffering in a black community, for sure. God damn it, man. I don't want to sound like an apologist or no shit like that, because I'm totally with all of the people that are outraged. I just don't think you should be that upset, because it's some facts this that he has in this, I mean... In his statements, it's not factually incorrect except for the part where he's talking about immigrants. And I get that. Go the fuck off on him. He should he should know that they, they aren't immigrants and don't try to paint it that way because that skews the picture of history. But I'm thinking like to us, well, to the from from the outside world, man, it's a lot of fucked up places. And um not saying not giving slavery a pass or anything, but the byproduct of it happening, like they these people being here in America and and, and allowed to look, man. Whether you want to agree or not, or really want to talk about this, like, uh, you 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 shave years off of the 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 evolution curve when you move a primitive people, and I say primitive. In, in turn, I use that I use that term in in loosely, and I and I'm more so referring to technology and language, because the Eng- English language is a tool that's been used like for the past. I want to say it's like the leading language, like the dominant language in human culture. Now we're not talking about just like in human culture. English has been like a a dominant language. And it's, it's it's extremely effective at doing what we do now socially. So 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 if you don't have these people, black people, and I said this on a podcast, like I've said this on a podcast ad nauseum these last three, um, that now black people run popular culture, and it's because of that uh, coming to America and and learning the language. Be it through brut- brutality and and whipping slave masters, what have you, the whole nine yards, right? But you take that away, what do you do to the world as we know it today? I get that it it came at a it came at a price of our ancestors, my ancestors included. But being pissed off about it um, today in twenty seventeen. 
doesn't do much good, especially when things are things continuously get better. Things aren't where we want them to be at all by any stretch of the imagination, especially for other min- minorities and other uh, groups of people, for lack of a better word. I, I get it. Look, man, I get it. Everybody's pissed off. I get it. I get that shit. You got to get past that. You got to get past that and and look towards the future. I, I get everybody wants to harp on slavery, man. I get it. It's it, And it's, a, it's been a lot of, like, groups of people, um, especially, like, indigenous people around the world that have had land stolen from them. And, I mean, it's a lot to be upset about if you're a minority these days. It's a lot to be upset about. Expanding to, to Jewish people. So first off, you got black people, Jewish people, Native Americans, the Native Australians. The Native Australian thing is so mind-boggling to me. It just, like, I'm so amazed when I read stories about how they thought that these people were a part of the, the natural fauna. <laughs> like, they classified them as animals when they showed up to Australia. Weirder than that, the people that showed up <laughs> to Australia um, were supposedly like a, a marginalized sect uh, back in Europe, their homeland, like in Britain. So, yeah, man. Um I'm getting off track. Ben Carson. I mean, look, I'm not sticking up for him. Like I said, not trying to say anything nice about him to get people to stop, uh, to stop attacking. Attack him at will. But look, just realize what you're attacking him for. I don't want people to blindly. I seen a motherfucker, one of my friends on Facebook, one of my closest friends. He goes, and this supposed to be the nigga that did the first open heart surgery. First of all, not, 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 not the same guy. Okay, not the same guy. He actually did a uh, brain surgery on Siamese twins. Um, and that doesn't qualify your opinion, especially when it's as socially socially retarded as his. If he's gonna classify slaves as immigrants, but the latter, like the later part of of his quote, is not that. It's not far off. If you even like he may have fucked up on that one word though, and it might have said it in his head like shit. I just called black people immigrants. Fuck. <laughs> but he rebounded with the rest of it. It's like he came here in the bottom of slave ships. Like if you just take just take that first take the, take the one two three four five first words first five words off his quote. Or even four. Take the first four words off his quote. And you just read it. Who came here in the bottom of slave ships. Worked even harder. Worked longer and even harder for less. But they too had a dream. That one day their sons, daughters, granddaughters, great-grandsons, so on and so forth. Might pursue prosperity and happiness in this land. I'm happy, I'm happy with that. That sounds like some shit Martin Luther King might say. I'm not trying to put 
Ben Carson, before y'all motherfucking light my ass on fire in the same boat as Martin Luther King. But it's poetic. And it's true. And it holds true, even still to this day, because I want my kids to be happy, whether it's here in America or somewhere in fucking outer space. I was joking the other day. I want to adopt some alien kids, but, like, I really do. I want some Martian kids, son. <laughs> I saw what Samuel Jackson tweeted after... uh after that speech or whatever. I don't what the fuck was his whole purpose up there? What is he trying to do? First remarks to HUD staff. Oh, he's oh housing and urban development. Oh, that's who he is. He's the secretary. See, I didn't know this. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, that's my two cents on the whole thing. Like the the whole the whole lot of his of the quote is not fucking egregious. Is he got like a pretty critical part of it, like straight the fuck up wrong. But um it's not so 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 bad. And like like I said, I actually agree with the rest of it. So moving on. Moving on. Another thing, though, like, I was listening to, uh, I'm, I'm not sure if anybody is remotely familiar with this person I'm about to mention, Thaddeus Russell. It, Thaddeus Russell is interesting as fuck. He has a story that he told on, I want to say, Joe Rogan's podcast. Thaddeus Russell. Let's look him up. Yeah, he's a um he's a historian. I want to say is this, is he a social historian? What the fuck is he? I know he's he he specializes in history. Used to teach at Columbia University. Um and um he has some 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 uh he had a story about Racist beginnings in American history. He's talking about um, how Irish people were like classified as monkeys, like chimpanzees. Uh, the link between chimpanzees or apes and humans, and how uh, and how Jewish people were looked at, like dominating. And he says dominating, so I have to actually check his work on this, but like dominating two sports, boxing and basketball. But I just feel like that's just maybe, because I'm not sure about the technicalities here, but I feel like Jewish people were allowed to, to participate in like national sports, whereas black people were kind of excluded and had their own little separate thing going on because nobody wanted to play with uh, niggas. Um, but he also has like interesting like views on where like p- 
pop culture and uh, music resided at that time. And he says that the Jewish community played the Jewish and black community um, rubbing shoulders, especially. Uh, I, I can't even think of his name now. Oh, God. Oh, God. But um, yes, Lenny Bruce, a famous comedian. Uh, was rubbing shoulders with jazz musicians, smoking weed, doing heroin with them, and um, eventually developed what is now known as modern-day comedy, stand-up comedy. Um, And uh, he would... would, That that was, like, such a powerful part of his early act was that he would talk about, like, racial taboos, like, here's a spick, here's a nigga, here's... Like, and... um, and um, really, like, gave birth to, like, that that uh, renegade, uh, Mike in the Hand, like, comedian style that you see, like, with Richard Pryor and shit like that. <clears throat> I'm listening to him talk about it, and I'm like, damn, I mean, we still living in that echo, even still to this day. Because the influence now in pop culture, and I talked about, I, man, I, how many times have I said this shit? Is anybody counting? Um, I hope not, because I said it a lot. Um, but it's still happening today. Like we live in, we live in a post hip hop, modern day Instagram, highly techno technological. Just, it's a weird age. But the same shit is still happening. You just gotta find the, uh, just gotta find the clues of what what it is. What's what's really in the mix? What's really being perpetuated? What's really finding success? Like as far as like w- socially, uh, yeah, like really pay attention to it. And that's something I I take I actually take seriously, and I do on this podcast is kind of digest like socially what the fuck we doing, and uh, to really document it because. If you let anybody tell it, anybody else tell it that's not coming from an authentic perspective or you leave it to a guy like a white man like Thaddeus Russell to tell the story of the 1920s, 30s, 40s, of what was going on back then in pop culture, yeah, like your your vision is going to be totally skewed from what probably actually authentically happened in that time. So we don't have people talking about it. We don't have people watching it, observing it, writing it down, and really, because I don't give a fuck how smart you are, uh, how good you feel like your memory is. Eventually, that shit, um, it starts to wear on you. And like, was that actually? Did that actually happen? And then you got a friend that's saying, "Nah, nah, bitch, nah, this is how it happened." And then they sit you down and they tell us, "They're like, mm, I don't remember it happened that way." So. To avoid all conflict, I, I like to get my thoughts out on this podcast and really like sit down and digest that shit. And right now, man, I see a lot of hip hop influence everywhere, everywhere. And like America to the bone is post hip hop. Like America, American culture right now is post hip. It is hip hop. And I, I had that. I have a quote from my last podcast is that hip hop died giving birth to American culture. This new age American culture. 2017, hip-hop is dead. Dead. You can go ahead and chisel it on a, on a, the tombstone now if you haven't already. But it's dead. And it gave birth to a beautiful thing, man. A beautiful thing. 
it gave rise to um, a lot of liberal ideas. I feel like it's the home of a lot of progressive thinking. Um, and I feel like, honestly, I feel like marijuana plays a, a, a or cannabis, whatever you want to call it, plays a role in, in that, not only just from a hip hop perspective, but also like, like lifting a lot of taboos on what people thought was wrong growing up. Like I, I literally thought drugs, all drugs, no matter what, were like the devil. And it's not the case. Um, I feel like that is, plays a part in liberating people. Hip hop is definitely, it plays a role in liberating people. Like the lyrics, everything is, it, it preaches, it preaches freedom in a way that, these dudes that are rapping on beats are doing whatever the fuck they want. They're rebels. Public Enemy, Jay-Z. I mean, he's not abiding the law. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's break the law. Break the law. In a lot of ways, um, it's punk music. Um, and which is why I can why I can understand what a guy like Rick Rubin would be uh totally not obsessed, but like, yeah, I I'm almost obsessive about hip hop as a music genre and uh started Def Jam Music, which is like one of the first, I want to say independent um hip hop record labels. If not the first one, basically well, the most successful one. Regardless of that though, I think I'm done with my rambling. That's that's uh my uh culturally black thought. Like I said, this ain't politically correct. And this might offend my Political connects But I had to say it Y'all motherfuckers Get up in Ben Carson's ass And let him know that Black people, especially the ones that came from West Africa that are slaves Are not immigrants 